Welcome to Santa Cruz Naturalist, I'm Emily Donham. This week we're visiting the Kenneth S. Norris Center for Natural History to chat with Alex Crone, the Assistant Director of the Center, and Kathy Flores, a UCSC undergraduate with the Center's Taxidermy Internship. Here's Alex now. First of all, we're a natural history museum. The most important resource that we have here are our specimens, and our collections focus mostly on terrestrial wildlife. We have a backlog of specimens that have been donated to the Norris Center uh, that are just kind of waiting to be prepped in our freezers. So the work that the students here are doing is not just some macabre preservation of a quail that was shot by a hunter. Each one of these specimens becomes a scientific specimen that's preserved for hundreds of years. And we do this taxidermy process and create these study skins in the exact same way that major museums around the world, from the British Museum to the American Museum to the Smithsonian, we, we all follow the same method so that our research collections are directly comparable. The beauty of this is that this becomes kind of like a library of life. It definitely seems like all the more important with climate change and with this mass extinction that's currently going on. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it actually feels like some local museums, smaller local museums, are probably going to pick up a lot of the biodiversity in a better way than massive museums where maybe there isn't going to be as much focus on some of the smaller things or the yeah. details, you know? Yeah, and I would say that the two really work hand in hand where those larger museums that have been around for like 150 years have a really good historic record of some of these areas that these local museums can now go back to and compare what we have from the last five years to um, what they collected over the last 200 years and really see how things have changed. And yeah, museums play a critical role in monitoring just how our ecosystems are changing with uh, climate change. Awesome. Cool. Feel free to talk Okay, to yeah, I'll just, just kind of look around sign. and see if people are willing to chat. My name is Kathy Flores, and I'm a fourth year. So what kind of bird do you have here? Uh, this is a Buick's wren. It was 10 grams originally. It's skinned now, so we're kind of just looking at the inside of its skin and its little head. You're mostly just seeing, yeah, it's, it's insides without, it's pretty much just bone and skin. <laughs> and so do you know anything about, about this bird and where we might find it? It's pretty common to find in California and in our region. It eats mostly um, insects and you can tell that because it has a longer beak like this. Oftentimes like finches or sparrows that are, eat seeds and nuts, they have like a deeper, like shorter, smaller beak. That's really cool. Would you be willing to tell me a little bit about the process from start to finish? Sure. So um, the way that we start is mostly just by gathering data about the bird, all the measurements of like the beak and the weight and all sorts of uh, lengths of like the tarsus bone, like this like long foot bone here or like the wing. Birds all have like various like bald spots. And so the way that we find uh, the one in the middle, which is where we start the incision, is just kind of like blow on the bird to like see where the tracks are laid. And so we'll push that away with um, our fingers and maybe some water to help and then take a scalpel, start at like the top of like the breast area and then just kind of go all the way down to the cloaca with the scalpel and then peel back the skin. And then kind of just, you have to be pretty delicate with a bird this tiny because they have pretty thin skin. But 
basically what you're doing is just from the like breast and belly area out, just like pushing back the skin and separating all of the meat from the skin. And then we have to de-meat the bird so that um, the animals don't get to it, <laughs> the little bugs um, that would otherwise enjoy the grub. From the neck, we just kind of invert the the bird. It's kind of just like a weird bird sock where it just kind of like all folds back over its beak. And then we just kind of get rid of all the brains, get rid of all the eyes, all that. And then we just kind of invert the bird sock again so it kind of looks like a normal bird. Stuff the eyes, stuff the head, stuff the body. Try to make it look as normal to replicate like what the animal would have looked like when it was alive. And then just kind of sew it back up. That is really neat. What would you say is the most interesting thing that you have learned from doing this? Because I imagine you see things in a lot of these animals mm-hmm. that you would not see yeah. just viewing them live, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just been really interesting to learn more about um, bird anatomy. I definitely have an even bigger appreciation for birds now. Like before, they were just kind of pretty to look at, but now I'm understanding so much more about like the way they work and the things that they eat and the way that their body like serves the purpose of like keeping them alive. It's really interesting. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with me. That was wonderful. You've been listening to Santa Cruz Naturalist. I'm Emily Donham. Special thanks to Alex Crone and Kathy Flores. And as always, to all of you for tuning in.